Yankees won. I heard that. We also have MRT. How about you? How you doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 10 Cat. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great. We're all doing great. We are, in fact, apparently, going to jump into the 10 count, and if you have a question for us, you can listen to us live somehow and send it right now, because we only have, like, four topics, but one of them (laughs) is tonight's Monday Night Raw, which was bad. Raw was so bad. I know that Raw is just one giant commercial to have you pay for the big shows, but this the felt big like shows that have the big shows that have bait and switch matches and well... crappy matches. Whereas on free TV, you get awesome no DQ matches with Dean Ambrose and a Last Man Standing match, and I well, the free TV show actually sucked tonight, but still. As I was saying. I know Raw is one big commercial to get you to buy the big shows on what used to be pay-per-view, but this Raw really felt like a giant commercial. This, <laughs> I just... Uh, I like the giant commercials on it. Yeah, the, just... giant, the actual giant commercial they had was great. They ran it twice, which, they, which I thought was silly because it was really long the second what are you talking about they ran the commercials for the network like 40 times on the show (laughs) yeah but they were short there was a giant commercial for the cena lesnar match which was like three or 20 depending on if you were watching it the first time or the second time long but it was awesome i'm glad they ran it a second time because otherwise i wouldn't have seen it you wouldn't have seen it i had to see it twice and the second time i was like this is good but it is so long. I just want you to know that Goog watches on fast forward, so he didn't watch it twice. Uh, yeah, I, actually, baby. I did because even though I started watching at nine thirty, I had burned through my entire backlog by the time we got to that commercial. I watched the first two and a half hours of Raw in an hour, huh. and I 
Let's see what I skipped. I Maybe s- if you wouldn't skip through so much of the show, you'd enjoy it more. Maybe if so much of the show wasn't skippable, I wouldn't skip it. I mean, what did I miss? I missed a Randy Orton promo. Oh, boy. I missed a Roman Reigns promo. That's worse than a Randy Orton promo. How I do missed you know? Roman Reigns versus Kane in a last man standing match. Oh. Maybe that was good. It was not. How do you know? Because it was Roman Reigns versus Kane in a last man standing match. What so? part of that is good? Maybe they hit each other with stuff really hard. And? Mm, I like what part of Roman Reigns versus stuff. Kane in a last man standing match is at all appealing? You get to see those three cool spots that Roman Reigns does. I like those spots. I can see those three cool spots that Roman Reigns does in Roman Reigns tag matches. You know, the only thing Roman Reigns is good at. That's not true. That's not what true. What else is Roman Reigns good at? He's good Being at singles really matches. Pretty. No, he's not. He's, he's pretty good at them. He's fine. He's all right. He's, he's good at singles yeah. matches that are short enough for him to hit his three big spots and then win. Well, have you ever heard of Goldberg? Yeah. Okay. And let's go to topic number one, everybody. We're on topic number one, everybody. Topic number one from Champ Julius on Twitter, at Champ Julius. At Mongo underscore ebooks. Goldberg, fad, or here to stay? I'm going to go with here to stay. I mean, here he looks stay. like he's got a lot of good moves. Uh, he did a, a flying shoulder tackle last week and a drop kick. Um, he, he's beaten the Barbarian and Hugh Morris at this point. I think he is here to stay. I think he needs new theme music, though. That theme music he was using wasn't very good. Goldberg's really good. Goldberg is much better than Roman Reigns. Goldberg... Not is... today. Like, if if asked right now at this very moment, I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns is a better wrestler than Goldberg, but Goldberg would be more over. What? We, which you know from watching so many Roman's Rain, Roman Reigns matches on Fast Forward. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tried to watch the Roman Reigns matches not on Fast Forward, but they were boring. Okay, well, let's go back to talking about Raw. Okay. Roman Reigns and Kane had a bad match that I skipped, and Roman Reigns cut a bad promo. So I I like, they had a bad match that I skipped. Yes! <laughs> How do you know the, the promo was bad? Because he's it was Roman some, Reigns' promo. He's done some pretty decent promos. He's done some pretty bad promos that have been overwritten, but, you know, I sometimes like his delivery. Actually, I like his delivery. I just don't like a lot of his verbiage. Wait, you also said you didn't like Tenzon versus Yano, so I don't I, know I if I trust like your judgment. I don't I, know if I, I trust your judgment. I liked a lot of the matches I saw on the G1 show I watched. I did not like Tenzon versus Yano. We, we'll talk about that when we get to it, but... Okay. Uh, yeah. So what else happened on this giant commercial that you enjoyed? There were at least 15 plugs for the network. Not counting uh, count just... all the times they were mentioned during matches. They, they mentioned it at least 25 times. Oh, if we're just talking mentions, it had to be at least 40. Had to be. <laughs> but there wasn't any bitch mentions. Nope. They, they managed to go an entire Raw, an entire episode of Raw without Brie Bella calling Stephanie McMahon a bitch, which was impressive. Man, I thought my impression of Brie was bad. Yeah, that's that's that impression of Brie Bella is as bad as Brie Bella's acting. I don't know about that. Oh, it's at least almost as bad. Brie Bella is god awful. Do you watch Total Divas? 
Well, you can't really you watch anything. <laughs> you seem to skip the entire entirety of Raw. No. And you don't I watch Total the, Divas. I watch stuff on Raw. What do you think heard. of SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Can't You're watch funny. now. Watch it later. Yeah, uh, I'll watch the... Yeah, uh, you just don't watch anything. God, how great. long has it been since I watched a full episode of SmackDown? Turns out the last show that Goog watched was that Ring of Honor show we saw him at. About... I'm going to set the Let's bar go. at three and a half years and probably take the over. Uh-huh. It's definitely since the brand split died. Probably well before that. If you don't watch it live, watch it later. Well, I've only got like 200 episodes to catch up on. Topic number two, staying on the topic of Monday Night Raw. Okay. This is from Saber at Sabertooth Pie on Twitter at Mongo underscore ebooks. What stip should they have Ambrose choose? Hmm. They should do some sort of crazy fucked up brawl. False count anywhere. I like that would that. probably result in the funnest match. A cage. Because it would no. let them do lots of stupid spots off stupid stuff. Yeah. That result in quick pinfalls. I no. mean, it, it would be much smarter if he were to choose a stipulation of, I get your stupid briefcase if I win, and if you lose, I still get your briefcase. Ha ha ha. I got the Well, if Dean Ambrose was smart, he would have just punched Heath Slater. But I guess his stupid plan worked anyway. So. Why would well, he punch Heath Slater? Because match. if he punched Heath Slater, Heath Slater would win. H- Heath Slater did win. Triple H could restart the match after Seth lost by Dean distracting him. It's much harder to do that than an, un- an official intentional disqualification. What is there? Oh, yeah. Heath Slater knew. What is there? More paperwork to restart a match that ended via pinfall? Are you implying that Triple H... Is you're a fair man like Triple H? Are you implying that Triple H has favorites? Triple H H couldn't restart the match. That would show he clearly has a favorite. That's right. Yeah. I was was really disappointed with how that match worked out. If they had more time, they could have done a Takamichi Noku match with it, but... Oh, what? It, okay, it's a. Oh, are you talking about the about Triple H versus? Yeah, it's Fox? a fifteen-year-old reference at this point. But back when Triple H was the WWF champion in like nineteen ninety-nine or two thousand, he had like a great match with Taka. He had a good match with Takamichi Noku on Raw for the title. Listen, to and this there, guy. and there was a whole bunch of overbooked bullshit in it, and they actually got the crowd to buy a near fall for Takamichi Noku to be the WWF champion off of Triple H, and it was cool. Um, I believe that's called a Tyler Black match. Oh, and here I thought you meant that they should have made it a crazy multi-man Michinoku pro tag match like you'd see in the (laughs) 90s. Or it could have been a Takamichi Noku match from the G1 show, which is Takamichi Noku just comes out and manages like half the guys, because Takamichi Noku apparently manages half of New Japan. He he manages Suzuki He's in their stables. He's in their stables. That's their stable. Okay. (laughs) And their, their stable has like Suzuki and Shelton X Benjamin. Yes. Lance Archer. Yes. Okay. That's Suzuki gun. Okay. 
Minoru's like I said, half the guys. What? There were a whole bunch of guys that documented. There's like four of them. Yeah. That's not half. Matches. There's 22 people in the G1. Fight half the matches on the show, almost. Three of them. Four. Four of them. So are we talking about Raw? What else is there to talk about with Raw? Uh, Stephanie McMahon is amazing. Again. I liked her line about the cowboy boots, but that's all I cared about. She had a line about her cowboy boots? Yeah, she says, look, we're in Texas. I got cowboy boots. And the crowd was like... Oh. (laughs) I figured that was the reason. I don't remember her saying anything about them. She did. She did. And they were like frilly. Yeah. So they were like... They were nice. They looked nice. Stephanie looked nice. She acted nice. She's great. Brie Bella, not great. But she's not in the top 50 promos of all time. No. <laughs> she's in the top... Yeah, she is. She's in the top 10 I saw the list. promos in WWE. But she isn't in the top 50 of all time, in my opinion. But okay. So, how much fun did it look like Triple H was having during that final segment? So much fun. So much fun. Did he take a bump? No. Um... He I mean, might have dropped to a knee when Bree slapped him. But... He he really sold that slap. Oh, he sold it well. <laughs> but, I mean, he was having so much fun when he had her pinned up against that corner. Yeah, there was. <laughs> that, that was, that was, was a dude who was just loving his job. That's oh, yeah. the culture we live in now. And, of course, there was no way for Bree to escape. She was sitting in a chair, that, which was close to a desk, which had been moved. She, she couldn't escape. Well, this Thursday is National Get Pinned Into a Corner by Your Boss Using a Table Day. Oh, so she was just celebrating. Well, Triple H was celebrating it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's Get Pinned Into a Corner, wasn't Bree celebrating? No. Okay. It's it's one of those things that's fun to fun for your boss, not not fun for the person it's happening to. Oh, so it's capitalism. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so I had to like fast forward through the segment, but mm-hmm. my my question is how how did Stephanie pedigree one of the Bellas so easily? She slapped Nikki, cheap oh. shot, and because Nikki wasn't wrestling a match at the time, any strike to her is deadly. So That's... Nikki was unable to fight back. And then when Bree was trying to climb over the desk, Stephanie grabbed her hair and slammed her face into the top of the desk, which was, again, enough to incapacitate her long enough for Stephanie to hit a really good pedigree. That hurts. Okay. It does. I, 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 I legitimately didn't know. I was like, how did she get, get it from the yeah. pedigree? And those were some vicious pedigrees, unlike Triple H with his old lady knees, his... His well, rickety his, old his, man knees. His rickety his, old man knees, because his old lady did a really good pedigree. Two he, of them. Yeah, she 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 kept uh, the arms hooked the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, uh, Triple H, uh, you uh, are a broken down individual who was shamed by your wife. You you better bury her, or something. Mm. So, but they're in love, so that's okay. Yes. So that was Raw, so on to topic number three, I guess. Okay. Topic number three. 9.99. Favorite abortion... Oh, this is from Slapnut Fail at Slapnuts SA on Twitter. He spells fail wrong, but that's okay. 
spells it F-A-L-E. I mean, pff, come on. Who would do that? At Mongo underscore ebooks. Favorite aborted angles or loose ends in wrestling? And for me, that has to be the White Hummer. Tell me Didn't about they the White tie Hummer. that up? Tell me about the White Hummer. The, the White Hummer was a very famous angle in WCW where, let's see, who got hit by the White Hummer? Was it Nash or was it Savage? I, I thought it was Nash. Hogan. Or was it Hogan at the end? Uh, I don't think it was Hogan. I think it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was during the 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 Savage versus Nash feud that also involved Sting or uh, Sid. Okay, I remember the 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 very end of the dying days of WCW when they did a callback to the White Hummer. Yes, they but did. that's all my memory of it. So, and I guess they kind of implied that it was Eric Bischoff. It wasn't Eric Bischoff, but that, but um. Um, I guess I should actually like just quickly look this up just to, to, but God, that was one of like the bad, in general, the summer of 99 in WCW was the worst period of wrestling I have ever seen in my life, including the Vince Russo periods later on, including TNA, including everything. Whoa, Whoa, what the hell just happened? Hello? 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 Okay, that was weird. I got I got some weird echo for a minute. What the hell was that? What? Are you using a muted uh, soundboard? Because I don't appreciate soundboards. This is an e-bombs world. And always wear sneakers to protect your feet. We're not on e-bombs world. Keep yourself from slipping. Number three, make sure you work out in a spot where you have lots of room. A place where you won't bump into any furniture or trip over anybody's rugs or old tennis shoes, you know. God knows Hogan hates bumping. Okay, so it was Savage who hit Nash's limo with the uh, the White Hummer. And they had had the stupidest feud that involved them trying to pour poop on each other and Nash employing a... Uh, a contortionist to hide in a bag while Randy Savage had a, a a bucket of poop with him in the ring and she got out of the bag, although she was almost trapped in the bag because they, they didn't zip it closed the right way. And so she got out of the bag and then poured the poop on Randy Savage. And then I think Savage tried to use a, uh, a sewage truck to spray sewage on Nash's limo. Or may- maybe that was Nash. But either way... Uh, Savage got the last laugh by, in theory, hitting uh, Nash with the the White Hummer with the idea of who was driving it. And that mystery was supposed to get you to to watch Nitro or buy pay-per-views. Or, I don't know. They, they never really explained it, and it was eventually dropped. I think at one point it was also a Black Hummer. Um, and the next year they, they tried to imply that Bischoff had done it, but Bischoff hadn't done it. It wasn't Bischoff. It was, it was someone I have no idea who it was supposed to be. It was, uh, the greatest angle in the history of wrestling. Do you think what? they knew who it was supposed to be when they did it? Um, I think it, I'm guessing it was supposed to be someone they hadn't signed yet and ended up not signing. That's my guess. Was it, wasn't there an implication that it was carbon Electra? Um, yeah, actually, I think she might have been involved in that somehow. I think maybe she was supposed <laughs> to... This isn't a joke. 
this is not a joke. There was at one point an implication that Carmen Electra was behind the wheel of the White Hummer. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Well, to be fair, Rikishi was behind the wheel of the car that hit Steve Austin. Yeah, he behind the way, wheel doesn't mean much. He has way bigger boobs than her. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And his are real. Well, I mean, he might not, but he definitely has a bigger ass. This isn't my favorite aborted angle, but the one that's coming to mind is 22111, which... How is that an aborted angle? It It was The Undertaker. It was supposed to be The Undertaker. ended up being The Undertaker. Great, great abortion right there. I don't think I, you understand what an abortion is. I've always okay, heard the okay, story. Okay, next one, Lita, Kane, and Snitsky. I've... <laughs> Here's the story. It was supposed to be The Undertaker. It was going to be The Undertaker. It ended up being The Undertaker. And abortion is when the pregnancy ends, not when it continues and uh, the baby comes out and the baby is healthy and it's The Undertaker. So I and all the people I've read about it have just been wrong by thinking that it was supposed to be Sting, but then they didn't it was not Sting, so oh hey, it's it The Undertaker? It was always supposed to be The Undertaker. Oh. People were just stupid and thought it was Sting, and so WWE was like, "Shit, there's some interest in Sting. Let's let's maybe try to sign Sting." But they didn't. But it was originally intended to be the Undertaker, and oh. it ended up being the Undertaker. Okay. I, I learned something just now. I, I remember a time where Booker T got a letter backstage, and it said, "I still remember," and then it was never mentioned again. <laughs> It was also uh, around that time, actually a little after that, um, uh, Heidenreich would be telling people about his friend. I think it was was it was it was little, little, Johnny, little, little Johnny, Johnny, little Johnny, and essentially, I, I think the consensus was that he was talking. It was it was supposed to be kind of a double penis. It was like a penis joke that would have to be like a doll or something, but they never really finished up with it. He became a po- poetry dude. And also took Michael Cole well, into the closet. Well, you're, you're, yeah, you're skipping the the tremendous Snitsky Heidenreich uh, <laughs> The greatest promo of all time. Yeah, that is. Uh, it's up there. It's close to ten years ago at this point. So. I hate and they had baskets. A... I hate them. It's okay. I have an idea. Really? Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of walk away. Didn't they have a horrible, horrible tag match against <coughs> Kane and Undertaker? Yes, and well, the thing was is that that was the plan for WrestleMania 21. They did an angle at the Royal Rumble where it was it was it was kind of a slow creeping horror when everyone realized that they were building to that uh, Stitsky and Heidering versus Undertaker and Kane. Uh, and clearly that must have transferred to backstage because it was quickly uh, squashed in favor of Undertaker versus Orton and just throwing Kane and money in the bank and throwing Snitsky and Heidenreich away forever until Snitsky came back for ECW. There's an aborted one. That, that'd be that'd be that'd be a decent one. Aborted WrestleMania matches that they built up. Um, that's the only one I can think of, though. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. Yes. Not introduced. Gook, for some reason, still isn't introducing you, even though he's the guy to do that. <laughs> we also have 
Blank Gambit? No. Um, welcome back to the show, Strenuous Man Flurry. No, no I'm uh, H. Wood NG. Oh, NG. Okay. Didn't I ban you? No. Oh. Aren't you an ex Sicilian? You banned, you banned my non union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> We're joined by Senor Spielbergo. How nice. Yes. <gasps> oh my god, six corgi puppies visited a college campus. Aww. Um, the real reason I came here is that I have really a, an important message and idea to share with you all. Does it yeah, involve it. handling a microphone? Uh, it could. Okay. Potentially. Um, so if, if anyone's listening that has the, the know-how and the wherewithal to do this, we need to get Ric Flair into a Legend of Zelda game. <laughs> just okay. imagine... Just imagine Ric Flair berating Link and elbow dropping his 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 suit because Link hasn't gone and saved Zelda yet. I, I feel like I've missed a joke because <laughs> this is the second time today <laughs> that this has come up. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so before it's, sh- it's a good before, idea. That's what's going on. Before the show started, CC sent me that message, and when I jumped in the call, I just repeated it. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Okay, guys, let's go on to the next topic, unless the Goog has a topic for us to discuss. Um, Are there any other wrestlers that would fit into the Legend of Zelda series? Uh, <laughs> yes. Give me DVD. Yes. The, the, RVD? The, the next one will. Okay. Okay, uh, do you know what topic this is? Topic number four? I'm thinking <laughs> I five. So. Topic number four. Okay. This is from Mercenary Man at Oatgan. At Mongo underscore ebooks. Do you respect Batista for starring in a hit film, delivering a performance many loved, or hate him for starring? And someone just asked a question and blocked the rest of the question. In, for starring in comic books. And um, uh, I can't really directly answer this. Um, I. I don't hate him for starring in comic books, but I hate him for for revealing that he is a giant nerd or pandering to comic book nerds and pretending that he likes comic books. So uh, he collects lunchboxes, I think. That's cool. I was like, comic books aren't cool. <laughs> well, comic- Richard Dawson collected T-shirts, and Richard Dawson was the coolest motherfucker on this planet. Wait. Everyone needs a lunchbox. Nobody needs a comic book. Do you not yeah. like the comic books because it reminds you of Chikara? Yes, that's the, the for my entire life I haven't read comic books because they reminded me of Shikara. <laughs> As a child, I was like, I'm not reading those things. Some guy with plastic pants is going to start a promotion someday that I won't like. <laughs> now, uh, here's a question that other people can answer. Okay. Uh, this is from Mercenary Man on Twitter at Oakman. Okay. At Mongo underscore ebooks. Dave and others have called AJ Styles the best best North American worker in the world. But is there even an international guy with anything resembling his case for wrestler of the year? Well, I was thinking about wrestler of the year just spitballing in my own head. And the name I came up with is Nakamura. Why? Uh, Nakamura hasn't had the kind of standout match that AJ's had. 
True enough. It's true. Plus, he's... I mean, I I won't argue against AJ Styles because I frankly don't know enough. But yeah. But you know enough about Nakamura. I, he's I was... seen probably three of his matches, and thus he can call him the wrestler of the year because. That's three more matches than he's watched of anyone else. Well, not including matches that he actually went through. I think I've seen as many AJ Styles matches as Nakamura matches. No, I've seen more AJ Styles matches this year than Nakamura matches. That's right, because you saw the Minoru Suzuki one. That's right. I saw AJ Styles against Minoru Suzuki. I saw AJ Styles against Lance Archer. And I saw AJ Styles against Okada and Michael Elgin. So <laughs> well, those sound three. like a whole bunch of made-up names. <laughs> Who the hell's I, Michael Elgin? I, I don't know. Some bald fuck. I remember him jobbing to Jimmy Rave uh, eight years ago, so he couldn't have been any good. My favorite Michael Elgin moment right now is the moment that he came out for that match against Okada and AJ, and the fans did dueling chants without his name being mentioned. <laughs> it's like, let's go, AJ Okada. <laughs> I like when like, I... I am also here. <laughs> I liked when I went to the ROH website last night and I saw he, he was ROH champion. I was like, oh, hey, I didn't know that slash forgot that. <laughs> He's going to have a lot of new opponents soon. Is that true? Is that what? Well, if is, TNA is dead, is, then he's going to well, they're, 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 they're not dead. They're just in a slight holding period, Matt. You know, they, they just they just they just need... Just need a new network. We're all the way back to we just need television. We just need TV. I'm sorry. And then, you know, we can go get, you know, big stars like Kurt Angle and Sting and Hulk Hogan and really get on top. It's because it's still 2001. That's actually like the biggest star they could probably bring in if would be AJ Styles. Sure. And he'd do it. And this has had so much to do with uh, the question. What was the question again? <laughs> the question was, is there even an international guy resembling uh, a case for wrestler of the year? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, because John, what, I think there's two people who have good cases. The One is Ishii. And I think um, Styles has made a stronger case in the last two months. Oh, wait. Wrestler of the year or most outstanding wrestler? Uh, yeah, I guess he said wrestler of the year. Yeah, because wrestler of the year, I feel like uh, yeah, we need to see who draws. No, well, well, you think about that. It's like the network is now. How do you calculate that with the network now? You well, laugh. it means that nobody in WWE draws. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Well, yeah, so, there you go. Geez, well, choice. we do know that the, the network subscriptions lost ten thousand in July. Since John Cena won the title, so apparently John Cena is a negative network draw. <laughs> I mean, so John Cena can't be a wrestler of the year. Bad paper, bad mid July pay per views are also a really bad draw. So I think next year um, they should not have a July pay per view because obviously it is not a draw. Well, luckily next year they might not have any pay per views because well, yeah, they might be off yes. of. Uh, this time next year, they will either be kicked off of all their pay-per-view providers, or they will have taken Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank, and anything else worth watching off the network. One of those. I've, I'm noticing very often they're saying every pay-per-view this year. Yep. And uh, 
Can I can I get a little tangent? By the way, just offshoot, just network. Now that I'm thinking about it, I see I see a lot of think pieces being put up, like, oh, you know, uh, WWE Network not doing so well, you know, so that that should make you know things like you know HBO take sit up and take notice that hey, you know, maybe maybe you're right and you shouldn't you know do a network type thing, which is. You know, a lot of well, a lot of people want HB. If you have heard of HBO Go, uh, it's a thing where you can, you know, on your Apple TV, Roku, iPad, what have you, iPhone, get access to HBO shows. But the caveat being, you need an HBO subscription. And a lot of people, especially young people like me, because I'm still technically young, um, are like, well, we'd like it. We don't really have cable anymore, so that you'd be great if we could just pay you and get. HBO Go on its own. So uh, there have been a couple like hot takes and think pieces in the past weeks. You know, after the network results came out, that oh, you know, maybe HBO you know, should you know should take this as their them being right for not doing HBO Go on its own. And it's to me, it's uh, you know, it's it's totally apples and oranges because you know the 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 network is the is something that. Was kind of was a, was a hail mary from a business that has been declining in, you know, f- viewers and quality for well over a decade now, and they've hemorrhaged most of their casual fan base. They've hem- hemorrhaged a lot of their hardcore fans, and frankly, they just don't have a compelling product. So, the fact that you know it's it's comparing WWE in 2014, which is for the most part an afterthought in pop culture, to HBO, you know, kind of entertainment juggernaut that has game of thrones you could put sopranos the wire uh whatever the hell else they have on there it's just to me this is really going nowhere but it's just a very irritating thing to see you know kind of commentators be like oh well wwe which has been ice cold for about 10 years now couldn't release a standalone app so nobody else can cc works at apple <laughs> you don't so, say. So just so just to uh, kind of inch back towards the topic. I mean, I don't think so. I think AJ is the guy right now. Oh, I I don't I don't want to completely dismiss CC's point. I think I don't know. Like I I think a lot of people who are smart and write think pieces about wrestling forget that they're not the main wrestling audience. And they, yeah, you know, I, I, I think the main point is, you know, HBO Go and WWE don't have the same audience. And I think that's what you were trying to say, CC, right? Pretty much. It's it's the whole, uh, you know, the, the, the WWE has, I think, been very ahead of their, kind of ahead, ahead of the curve in terms of digital distribution. Like, they had... You know, twenty four seven on demand, very kind of primitive, similar version of the network about ten years ago, or close I, to ten years ago. I think they, you can you argue know, they've been too far ahead of the curve. Yeah, that's the problem. They've been too far ahead of the Streaming curve. Streaming the Hall of Fame online, like two thousand four. Hall of Fame. Where the hell yeah, is the, the fucking Hall no, of they, Fame? They've been they've been too far ahead of the curve in in one point, but also it's a company my main point is that it's a company that has been like i said they've been hemorrhaging interested viewers for a very long time now you know they you know pe- people who are in high school 
have been alive as long as WWE has been hemorrhaging viewers at this point. So it's it's a thing where you can't you know you you can't really condemn an uh, an entire distribution model of kind of going purely app based or going you know uh, you know just digital without having some extra cable um, just because this one company that kind of sucks at a lot of things didn't do so well on it. And even didn't do so well is they can slash costs and apparently they're going to still make money somehow. Right, exactly. It's just that, you know, I, I think that I remember when they announced it, like the reaction from us was like, oh, that's really cool. We'll get to watch like old WCW shows and stuff. Whereas these same people who are writing these these columns was like, oh wow, WWE is disrupting cable, blah blah blah. I think they they kind of they 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 put put the entire service on a pedestal, and then when it almost predictably didn't really reach its numbers or disrupt cable or whatever bullshit buzzword you want to use, it was like, well, uh, the whole system's a failure. Let's uh, just go back to cable television. I'm sure cable television would love it if everyone decided to go back to cable television. Yeah, but people are. So they'll just keep pirating it, and cable TV and providers will just continue to gobble each other up. Yes. <laughs> Says the Time Warner customer who just became a Comcast customer again. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I'm moving a little bit. I wonder what. I wonder. Well, I guess. They, they don't have cable at the place of moving, but I wonder what internet. Where are you is. moving? Um, oh, I'm moving um, closer to my job uh, briefly. Oh, okay. um, it's in uh, it's in. I know near, where it is. Yes, <laughs> I'll show you on a map. But okay, it's, but not I can like still, I too can still far. talk to you on the internet. Okay, no, this it's 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 about forty minutes up. Ooh, but, 40, so jikes. Okay. Fun times, fun times. So wrestling. Yeah, well, well, the, the thing was, I wonder if I'm gonna have Cox cable. <laughs> <laughs> that was an incident right there. I was like, oh no, me and CC can't hang out anymore. It's gonna be gone. Oh. No, we'll just we'll just have a a further midpoint. So anyway, um, so wait, you, I think... Are you moving north? Yes. You may be the midpoint between me and Matt now. No. That's probably no. true. Um, a lot further. So so next next topic, did anyone see uh, Jabba Chamberlain lately? Is he good? Um, it's not about his performance. His beard <laughs> um, is weird. Not only his beard. Let me, let me get a picture of this in the chat. Because um, it's, it's, it's wild and crazy kids. Um, oh shit, I gotta put that. Here, you talk while I put this on Dropbox. All right. Well, uh, we did have a topic. We did. <laughs> oh yeah, AJ Styles. Um, no, I would, I would say probably Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner, Wrestler of the Year. I like it. I'd I say agree. so. I'm gonna vote. Nobody, for nobody else has, is as good as him. I've recycled CC's old Brett Gardner avatar. Oh okay. yeah, we got cheese blasted today. <laughs> we got cheese blasted. <laughs> I've got a got cheese blasted right in his face. 
I've got a question for you guys. I know it's only the first week of August, so it's a little early to think about it, but thoughts on show of the year? Hmm. Well, I, 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 I would have to recuse myself. Is that the proper pronunciation? I don't know. But um, I've, I've been meaning to watch the G1 and Ring of Honor and pretty much everything, but I really haven't seen much outside of WWE this year, which is... Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you. I mean, tell me five years ago that it would be saying that. That just sounds completely insane. Um, and I've mostly, most of my wrestling viewing has been through the network, so mostly old stuff and OSW reviews. Um, but from what I have seen, and maybe it would even be a contender, I would say probably WrestleMania. I'd say WrestleMania is a contender for mm-hmm. me. For me, the show of the year is is War of the Worlds. I'd buy that. Just because it was an awesome show that I was at. So that kind of uh-huh. wins. But Is I'm, that the ROH New Japan show? Yes. Yeah, I bet that was pretty good. But I kind of want to step back and say, objectively, does that have a case? I can't think it does, but I, I don't know. It's up it there. I think, uh, I think that's MRP show of the year. If he's still here. It's my show of the year. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, can I, I, can I, I say, can I say this is show of the year? Am I the whole yeah. amount of the year? This has been the show of the year. Awesome. This has been the show of the year. So hey, uh, AJ Styles, wrestler of the year. We are defending podcast of the year champions. I'm sorry, AJ Styles, wrestler of the year. Go ahead, MRT. So, uh, yeah, I would say his only competition, I mean, you might be able to say Ricochet because he won the top belt of the number two company in Japan, which I, I guess is like the number three company in the world, unless Triple A is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about wrestling. Um, but uh, then again, in the U.S., he wrestles in front of like five people at Dragon Gate USA and Evolve. So I don't really think he counts. Wait, what, 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 what company? Dragon Gate USA. No, the other one. Evolve. I was thinking about that joke a few uh, a few weeks ago. I was like, what, what happened to that joke? Do we just not ever think about that company anymore? We Does don't make that joke? I found out Chris Hero's been the champion there since like March. And I'm like, wow. what? <laughs> oh, Evan Bourne is doing a shoot. Or fuck, what's his name? It's Matt Seidel doing a shoot interview for them or something. Cool. And he looks like a male model. Yeah, Yeah, he does. Yeah, I would kiss. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think it's AJ. I mean, he's done pretty well in New Japan. I mean, the 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 Yokohama show didn't do great, but uh, it seems like uh, it seems like the G1's doing well so far. It seems like the Cebu Dome show is going to do well. Um, he's he's done really well in ROH. He's done really well in the Indies. I mean, he's like drawn really well, and uh, he's having great matches. And he's not in TNA anymore. So, yeah, Wrestler of the Year, AJ Styles. On to topic number six. Uh, let's see. This is from SlapnutFail at SlapnutSA. <laughs> at Mongo underscore ebooks. Do internet fans know anything? And the answer is no. No. All I know no. is they don't know nothing. Are we internet fans? Yes. Accurate. Yes. Thank you for listening, I, everybody. I am... I'm I'm a pretty big idiot. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, here's the question. Wow, we got lots of think... questions. Topic number seven. Um uh wow, lots of questions here. From uh 
Is there anything about Sid Vicious? From Joey Numbers at Moose underscore Bigelow, uh, big big friend of the podcast, big big friend of us all. Everyone loves Moose at Mongo underscore ebooks. Yep. Yes, at Mongo underscore ebooks. What would their WWE names be if the wrestlers from NES Pro Wrestling join NXT? Well, let's fire up the NXT name generator. Well, King Slender would definitely be Prince Devitt. I think King Slender would be Slender Man. Probably. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> All right. Probably. G- give me the name of a guy from NES Pro Wrestling. Uh, I think Kin Corn Karn would probably keep his name because it's it's WWE's uh, preferred amount of racism. Lucky Armstrong. Listen, get that thing is fucking, lucky. Get things stupid. Lucky Armstrong, I think, would also be Lucky Armstrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Bodemiel. Yes. Yeah. That would change because Bone Meal sounds like it might actually be like the the name a wrestler would have back in the day. So it's got to be something like that would be the Kenneth name of a wrestler right now. Slab It'd be Kenneth Big McLarge Huge. <laughs> um, Fighter Hayabusa would probably be like, um, or like I think he would... Hideki, Hideki Kuroda. Yes, we need or, to take or, that joke. Or, or uh, as uh, Jefferson Lives coined, Ching Chong Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> Until Kenta debuts, it's still possible for it's them still to possible. Him, that. Him and Potatoes McGee. You know, the, the, the funny thing is, with Kenta and Devitt, they're calling them Kenta and Devitt. Although it's it's not all uppercase. That's, that's true. It's not all uppercase, but they just had an interview with Devitt, and they called him Fergal Levitt. Yeah. So it's kind of um, like, huh. Starman would probably be like uh, uh, Caleb Johansson. <laughs> Maybe Caleb Starnson. I can't believe we're talking about this. Giant Panther would be, uh, let's see. Uh, the Big Show. Chase I think Giant Panther would become Steel Panther. Steel Panther, okay. The Amazon would be... Uh, what are you yeah, I, the last one I said, Chase Norelli. Chase <laughs> Norelli, the, the Piranha Man. Okay, well, we're running out of time here on the podcast, so we better go on to topic number seven. Yes, Great Puma. Number seven. And that is from Cream Rambos at Sunsweet S.A., should Heath, oh, at Mongo underscore ebooks, should Heath Slater replace Seth Rollins and wrestle Dean Ambrose at SummerSlam? In a right and just world, maybe. But in this one, God, no. And also, again, that was a stupid finish to the match. It was a stupid match. That segment was kind of bad. It was very bad. Two thumbs down. Like, I, I get that Dean Ambrose wants to fight I, no, I, it was I stu- understand that, but... It was stupid because Ambrose should have done all of his things in reverse. He should have done the hat first. Then he should have done the popcorn. Then he should have done the, the drink. Then, then Seth Rollins would be like, no, no, you've ruined it. And then Seth should have changed the combination that he always uses on briefcases. Like, how did Dean open that thing? He's cool and he jacked it open. Yeah, well, Dean has um Dean is like the Fonz. Crowbars for fingers. <laughs> Dean's like the Fonz. He just hits it and it works. So, uh, I'm guessing the answer seems to be no. Okay, on to topic number 7. What the um, fuck? <laughs> okay. 
This is also from Slapnut Fail at Slapnut SA at Mongo underscore ebooks. When did Cesaro start to not want it? When he shaved his hair when he started balding. He was a sign of weakness. I would say when he allowed Jack Swagger to smash his trophy. That was a memorial to the great Andre the Giant. And frankly, if you're going to be a hero of the people, you shouldn't be letting some crumb bum from the United States of America smash uh, the greatest European wrestler's trophy like that. Fair Especially enough. a guy who had to drive a go-kart to the ring instead of walk to it at WrestleMania. A go-kart that didn't even make television. Come on. Did he? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jiminy Cricket. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, uh, we're running out of time here on the podcast, so let's go on to the next topic. Topic number seven from Kath. <laughs> I thought you were going to say w- six. <laughs> at W underscore Kath underscore S.A. At Mongo underscore ebooks. If you could pick one match to never happen again, what would it be? And I would say... Um, right. Vexel versus Goldust and Stardust. Sorry, go ahead. I would say Minoru Suzuki against Toriyama. I don't know. Yeah. So here's a, here's the question. Does he mean strike a match from history or a match that it could currently happen today? And my God, it should never happen again. Like that's the the second one is definitely of the Rybaxel versus uh, the Dust Brothers or Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler variety. John Cena versus Randy Orton. Yes. Or because the former is more like, well, you know, that match where, oh, you know, the uh, Blue Blazer match where Owen died or the match where Sid broke his leg or the match that finally caused what's-his-name to snap and kill his wife because it was definitely only one match. Or John Um, Cena versus Randy Orton. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. Or John Cena versus Randy Orton. Um yeah, what's def- definitely The question is something that we don't want to happen again. And right. uh, a, a female asked the question, so it wasn't a guy. Right. Well, I don't watch wrestling, so I don't know. Uh, okay. So, uh, serious question here, moving on, topic number eight. Um, I, uh, I'm uh, very close to getting another $5 gift certificate from the Deluxe promotion on the Wii U. Should oh. I spend 200 coins for Excite Bike? Or should I spend a dollar to get the same game and get the uh, get myself over the uh, the edge for that promotion? What's worth more, a single dollar or 200 coins? I'm thinking the 200 coins are worth more. I was just going to ask what value you place on a single coin. Well, 200 is a bigger number than one. Good That's point. True. Okay. True. Spend the dollar. Yeah, uh, I think on the I other will. hand, one dollar is 200 hay pennies. I don't know what that is. Uh, on to the next topic. Topic number seven. This is from Mercenary Man on Twitter. At Oatgan. At Mongo underscore ebooks. What's next for Antonio Cesaro? Probably losing. He's, he's going to lose. lose a match. He's going to lose, and then he's going to turn face. I don't... I don't understand why you'd have someone lose before a face turn. I can I can kind of understand it before a heel turn, but not a face turn. I really like that of the two scenarios uh, for a Cesaro face turn, him breaking away from the, the real Americans and then him breaking away for Heyman. They they just did kind of angle. They didn't neither. At least, at least with the first, they, they, they 
camouflage it with Iggy. Actually, they were actually elevating him, making him a Paul Heyman guy in theory. That's my favorite. But then they're just yes, that's my yeah. Um, That's a good one. But then then they just then they. Oh my god, that's just amazing how they did the second one. Just, it's just it's, they. I almost wish they had just like kind of instead of having an actual skit, he just came out on Raw like the next night just for his match, and then just Michael Cole is just like, so you know. By the way, earlier today I was talking with Cesaro, and he said he's no longer a Paul Heyman guy, and um, you know he's he's here for his match against Zack Ryder where he will leave us or whatever. Yeah. For all the talk about Paul Heyman being a great manager, and he's a great talker, but the last three Paul Heyman guys now have amounted to jack and shit, respectively. Uh, yeah, that's clearly his fault as a manager. Mm-hmm. In kayfabe, it is! No, it isn't. Why not? He's always supposed to you know, get contracts and stuff for his guy yeah uh, he can't but, do anything about he, he, picks he can't wrestle he can't wrestle whom he sees potential and the last three times he tried that he's come up with nothing okay first of all you've read moneyball the first book ever written by a computer you should know that managers have very little to do with on-field performance managers yes. at most you know contribute to maybe one win a year maybe two so how much do you think Paul Heyman, who year, has baby no... two is Cesaro's future, by Wait, the way. so it wasn't Bobby Valentine's fault? No. What does that have to say? So, Secondly, what, he's what being restricted you... by, by, by crushing regula- regulations that severely limit our job creators. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if... Uh, if the Goog would actually read a book rather than fast-forwarding through Moneyball the movie, he would learn these things. So now, if WWE I know... operated as a free market economy, Curtis Axel would win more matches? So anyway, I know we're trying to rush through here, but I, I have a, an additional question that I'd like to tack on to topic number seven. Okay. related to the, the topic. <laughs> um, this is from Ultimo Dragon Quest at HarlingTalksAD on Twitter. At Mongo underscore ebooks. If... Cesaro punched out everyone who sneezed backstage. Would he get a push? Uh, I think he'd get fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a definite no-no in the HR department. Yeah, but Vince McMahon runs that company. So maybe. Probably not, though. Probably not. Probably. If, if he punches somebody out, then the person he punched out will probably just get de-pushed. Yes. Definitely. Wait, who's the booker that would would have done that? Um... Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking... There was a... Like... Meltzer talks about him occasionally. Oh, and also, was it like uh, Watts or something? Watts? Yeah, I think it was Bill, Bill Watts. Bill Watts. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. We, we, that, would, that would happen a lot. Um, uh, you know, guys were getting bar fights and you'd be fired if you lost. Um, I was just thinking... Do you, you, two, two-part question, I guess. Um, do you think Triple H has really huge steezes? Yeah. That's why so many of his pet projects fail. Exactly. That's that was the second question. Actually, do you think that's why <laughs> so many of his pet projects fail? <laughs> okay, so let's move on to topic number nine. This is from Mercenary Man at Oakgan on Twitter at Mongo underscore ebooks. 
at the end of the day, is the G1 worth it for the participants? And I will say no, because it just gives you a title shot at a specific show. And there are, you know, what, 10 IWGP title shots a year. It's kind of silly that you would, you know, wrestle all these matches for one title shot that you're going to have to defend for four months before you even get it. I think that part of the stip is stupid. Having to Wait, defend. So they have to defend it? That's what they did last year. I don't know. It sounds really stupid. It, that's why not. Why not just propose a money like a, a ladder match? Someone I, should just say go to a Tokyo. You shouldn't have to defend your shot because I think it renders the entire thing meaningless. That the whole thing. That's so stupid. It's like, hey, let's have a fucking round. That's oh no, because that that's that is, basically what I, TNA did with their. Yes, that sounds like a TNA thing. We're gonna have a month long, months long round robin tournament where someone theoretically is going to have to best a, a large amount of other competitors, but then he could lose it to any old schlub like Lance Hoyt or well, last Jimmy year Rave. Was, last year was Naito winning, and he kept defending it against Masato Tanaka, who isn't on the roster. <laughs> and Well, you know, if anyone's going to get a shot. ECW that... nostalgia is really big, so maybe they really yeah. wanted Masato <laughs> Tanaka in that. It's been long enough. Maybe we'll start having rock and rave infection nostalgia. Hey, uh, CC. Yeah. That picture of John was amazing. <laughs> he's lost. It. He, he can't see him. He looks a little chubbier. His it's beard. The, yeah. Okay. It looks like foliage. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I hate that step, and I hope that they take it away because it's fucking stupid. And it's the reason I stopped watching TNA in that period where uh, they were uh, doing Bound for Glory series in 2010. Because immediately after the, immediately after they crowned Jeff Hardy the winner, they just defended it the very next night. It's like fuck off. Yeah, that's dumb. It's kind of like that reminds me of today. Uh, saw a match from 1999 WCW. Where it was uh, Savage versus Hogan for the title. So almost literally, t- it was it was almost ten years to the day of the Mega Powers exploding. Um, I think uh, it was the night after Savage won the title. I think it was the night after Bash of the Beach. Well, Savage won the title the previous night, and Hogan, like, returns in his, like, Wolfpack getup, and Tony Schiavone's trying to get over, like, trying to make it so the crowd's cheering, but the crowd doesn't give a shit because it's Hulk Hogan after the NWO years, and Hogan wins the title after, like, eight run-ins, night after Savage won, so it's like, well, I guess I see why you died, you piece of shit company. Yeah, way to go caring about that thing. It means nothing. Savage's theme was really great, though. Yeah, well. What up, Much? What up, what Much? Up? Actually, okay. Um, let's see. I think there was one more. Oh wait, wait, wait. Um, Joey hmm. Numbers uh, is asking me to answer his serious question. I think I did, unless he had a, an even more serious question earlier. Uh, yeah, it appears we answered all of the questions, except one from from uh, uh, 
new card smell, which uh, uh, I don't think we'll answer that one on the show. Uh, Wait so a second, topic- but that'll be available on the Punch Sport Podcast Network, which you can get for only $9.99. So topic number 10. This is from Too Sweet, a.k.a. Nunsa. Too sweet. At Ogan at Mongo underscore ebooks. Toruyanu want evidence by his DVD. I don't want any evidence. Night, everybody. question you didn't want to answer on the show uh at mongo underscore ebooks was flair's dead son stone crusher or a grown adult jamming heroin in his dick 24 7 because lots of kids <laughs> <laughs> well then <laughs> yes